0: how's it going everyone this is jason navarro you're listening to tongues out podcast and let's just jump right into today's subject where um i have like a whole plethora of things i want to talk about today but i i gotta tell you that this um this mold that they removed off my chest and and they um they, it was a deep incision that they had to do to remove it because, uh, this was a regrowth of one that, uh, they did like a biopsy on the results came back fine. Um, they said it was a little bit concerning just because it was, um, a mild asymmetrical mole. So, um, your moles are supposed to grow in symmetrically, which means that there's, if you were to cut it in half or in any half of the mole. Both sides should look relatively the same. There should not be a difference between the two. And um, if there is a slight difference, that's fine. If there's a massive difference, like it's jagged, one side's growing more than the other, discoloration, anything of that nature, then um, when it comes to moles, they have a different scaling. uh, Where mild is um, you need to start paying attention, moderate to... um, uh I forget what the term is, uh mild, moderate, high levels of is it high, maybe high, levels of asymm- um asymmetry. And so for me, I only had mild, but it was enough that my dermatologist just wanted to just out of concern go in and um just remove it and send it in but just a top layer of it. That's all they really needed. So they cut off the top layer. They sent it in, um, and that's when they came back with the results that it was it was slightly as, um, asymmetrical, mildly asymmetrical. And because of that, and because of previous history where uh, I have family that's had cancer, they wanted to just kind of keep an eye on that site. And so, two months later, I came back. They looked at it, and it looked like the site was regrowing. Uh, the mole was regrowing, and that's not normally a bad thing. Generally, that that can happen when you have a mole removed. But just out of concern, to make sure that it, it wasn't something even worse, they went ahead, and my dermatologist went in and just cut out all the way deep down inside, and uh, she removed about. Uh, half an inch deep and then about a quarter inch wide that whole area just cut it right out and because it was so deep they had to go ahead and um stitch up that area and so i have a few stitches but the reason why i'm talking about this is even though i did a podcast on the day that i had this removed which was about four days ago um it is so damn itchy <laughs> I-, I couldn't even tell you um I mean anyone that's had like any kind of wound um or like burn or anything of that nature they know what I'm talking about that just annoying itch that you just want to you know if you itch it's going to be super bad for you but you just want to get it out anyways because it's just bothering the hell out of you that itch is just so annoying <laughs> and I'm going through it right now and uh I've been uh I where I grew up in Florida I'll never forget in grade school we took the school bus actually we didn't have to but we took the school bus because we just wanted to be around other kids on our way to school and we did that for a while uh in elementary middle school but I'll never forget that at our bus stop where we lived was like at the very beginning of the bus route but we had to wake up super early in the morning because it was the beginning of the bus route and there was a corner right uh right outside our our neighborhood where i grew up on the beach and me and my brother every day we would walk over there or every school day and we would get butchered by noceums and if you don't know what a noceum is imagine just if you could shrink down a mosquito to the size of just a little speck and that's all its job is is just to fly around and bite you but they don't have like long they're not very big you slap your you know you slap them on your on your arm and you'll kill about like five of them but they're just really annoying because they swarm they're not like they don't come in like groups of like five they swarm and so you know we definitely had to make sure to spray um, mosquito repellent on ourselves and it helped a little bit but sometimes they would just find like little gaps and they would just come in and just butcher your butcher you and I don't know what it is but to this day um, I've been to areas where people have said oh like I'm not feeling anything and I'm getting like bit by mosquitoes. And I don't know if it's because it's supposed that, that um, bugs like mosquitoes, they actually detect carbon dioxide and that's how they, they They know they're around an animal. And so I don't know if I breathe out more carbon dioxide than average. I don't know if my, my um, they say it's a mixture of that and then your blood type as well. And um, I'm O positive, which is the most common form of, of blood but I don't know if it's a mixture of those two things, but I'm very attractive to mosquitoes and it's really annoying sometimes, but I could deal really well with that. I also had this, uh, thing that I did when I was in fourth and fifth grade. Don't ask me why, but during that time period, I wasn't growing up at the beach. I was growing up in Orlando, Florida. And this is before my mom met her, um, second husband who's now my stepdad. And, um, um, I was fascinated by ant lions. and if you're not familiar with what an ant line is, an ant line essentially is this bug. looks like a tick almost, but it's a bug that burrows into the sand. <clears throat> and when it burrows into the sand, um, or ant eater, sorry, no ant line, yeah, ant line. Um, it burrows into the sand and it creates like a little funnel. And so, if you look at the sand sometimes in Florida or or different areas of the South you'll see like these little burrows and they're very small. I mean, we're talking about an inch wide and about uh, half an inch deep. And it's just like a, a little cone that goes down to a center point. Well, if a poor little bug falls into that cone, uh, the anteater will actually come out from the center and actually eat the bug. Um, a lot of uh, like fantasy-based Monsters are based off of ant eaters and just the way that they they eat bugs. And I was always fascinated by ant eaters. So I would as a kid, don't ask me why, but I would actually find these little burrows and actually dig out from underneath the anteater and they could pinch you, but it didn't hurt. It would maybe hurt a little bit. Um and then I would take the anteater, I would go out and I would grab like a cup, fill it up with sand, and put the anteater in and just watch as it created a new burrow, and I was fascinated by it. And of course, being a kid, I would also feed these ant eaters. This is a third grade, sorry, third grade. And um, so what I would do is I would, this is so stupid, I would never recommend this. Fire ants are very popular in Florida, but fire ants are notorious for for destroying people, like killing them. They're actually one of the worst bugs when it comes to bite index there's a index that that rates the the pain suffered from a bite from like zero to ten ten being like a bullet ant and um zero being like i don't know like a little sugar ant or something like that but i used to take my hands and i don't know if like after a while i built up an immunity to this which is so crazy but i'll never forget i used to like just see ant piles and i would dig my hands into these ant piles, no gloves, no nothing, and just pull up sand of like just ants and there would just be ants just destroying my hands. I'll never forget, I used to have like bites all over my hands, but after a while, I just developed an immunity to it. So I would just keep doing it, keep doing it and just feed these ant lions. And, but those bites would definitely be super itchy. But after a while, I just developed this like, ability to not itch. And so when I grew up as a kid, you know, going from ants to like mosquito bites to any type of bite actually being out in Florida, after a while I just got really good at not itching. I would just get bit. And then the way it works is your body, uh the the reason why you're so itchy is because you have histones in your body. Uh your your immune system essentially is detecting the bug's saliva in your skin and it's foreign And so what it's doing is it's sending um, an immune response to attack that region, but that immune response triggers that itchiness as well. And the worst thing you could do for yourself is to actually itch that region because if you do, you generate more um, trauma in that area. And by doing so, you also help spread that saliva under your skin. And when you do that, your body reacts more and more and you start developing more itchiness in that region. Um, and so I learned that very early in age and, um, I wasn't really told about that, but I realized that during days where I wouldn't itch my mosquito bites or my book bites after a day, the, the itchiness would disappear. Like the wound would actually disappear and so I trained myself to just not itch. And if I don't itch, everything will disappear and I won't be itchy anymore. And it worked. It was great. It was an awesome skill set to have. But of course, when I grew up, I didn't, you know, put myself around mosquitoes or, or bugs as often as I did when I was a kid. And I feel like I lost that that skill set because I I know that the younger version of myself would be able to take this and and be like oh it's nothing and then it would just disappear but you know as i've gotten older now and and have tend to do less reckless things as i've gotten older um these things that i used to be so good at uh have disappeared and it's annoying right now because the only reason it's itchy by the way is because i had to put a big bandage over that region and um I don't uh, shave my chest. I don't have like a super hairy chest, but I do have hair that grows on that area of the chest. And so because of that, um, I should have shaved beforehand, but I didn't. And uh, now I have to put bandages over that region. I'm afraid to like shave around that area just because I don't want to get an infection of any kind. And so I just put a bandage right over that area. And so the irritation of having to pull the bandages off the hair is what's causing that uh, immune response and essentially that, that redness develop, which is, like, super itchy. And the wound itself. I mean, the wound definitely will develop that, but it just doesn't help that it's in a region where there's hair as well. And um, it makes me reflect on things that when I was a kid that... I was fully capable of doing but now as an adult i'm not anymore and it's just so interesting to just see the dynamic from when you're younger to when you get older and just things that you used to be good at that you're no longer good at one of those things is uh being reckless like just being it it still boggles my mind the things i used to do as a kid um countless countless things that and out of my brothers, I was actually the the safest out of the four, but I still did a lot of stupid things. Things that now, if you were to ask me to do it, I'd be like, hell no. And it's so funny to see just, this isn't a narrative for everyone because there are still daredevils out there and people that do crazy stunts all the time. But it's weird to see that as you've gotten older, your realization that death is definitely a real thing and you could definitely hurt yourself. It's weird that that becomes more and more of a reality as you get older. It's just so funny. Really, it's just like how how children are just so lax to endangerment and, and ways to hurt themselves. And it's that reflection that causes me to just care even more about my daughter. Like I don't want to be overprotective, but at the same time, seeing my daughter get hurt is going to devastate me for sure. Uh, and I don't want that to happen to her, but I know it's a realization that it's going to happen. And if it does, I need to be mentally prepared for that. And I just think it's so funny that I just transitioned from, uh, having a mole removed off my chest to itchiness, to a story about bugs, to, um, doing reckless things as a, as a youth to, uh, I want to definitely watch out for my daughter and make sure that, you know, and be prepared that she might hurt herself. But I don't want to um, see my little girl get hurt. It's so funny how conversations can can evolve in such a way, and and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy having conversations with people, and cannot wait to surround myself more and more with people as this country becomes more and more uh, immunized to this stupid disease that's called COVID-19. But as always, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast and I will catch you guys manana. Peace.